I'm Kristen Hetzel, vacation planner, world traveler, Disney foodie, and theme park fan. I'm Al John Go. I'm the husband who's also Disney, Star Wars, and Marvel Comics fan. And together, we host a Disney List podcast. Every week, you'll hear us list our favorite things about Disney theme parks, films, shows, travel, Marvel, and Star Wars in a top 10 list, rankings, and more. That's an impressive list. Subscribe to the Disney List podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast platform. You can even stream us on Source Radio at srsounds.com and check out our live shows on Facebook, the Disney List podcast. Visit thedisneylist.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Dining at Disney Podcast. The Dining at Disney Podcast. You'll discover all the best restaurants in Disney as you would really explore the Disney parks. Let's do this thing! The Dining at Disney Podcast. And now your hosts, Kristen and Bubba. What are the top five nice restaurants for families on a budget? That is what we are talking about today. Welcome to the Dining at Disney Podcast. I'm Kristen. It is the Disney Happy Hour Show. So with me today, I have from WDW Park Hoppers, Park Hopper Sid and Park Hopper John. Happy Hour. How are you doing? Well, it's happy hour. We get to see your smiling face. Ooh, cheers. And we're talking good. about Disney. How can yeah. it be bad? That's right. It's all good down here in Orlando. <laughs> and we have Eric from Sorcom Review on Sorcerer Radio. How are you, Eric? I'm good. It's been way too long since you and you and I and the two of y'all have actually spoke to each other. Um, so, you know what? That puts an extra bit of happy in my happy hour. <laughs> well, I am glad that you wanted to be part of the Disney Happy Hour show. So you are always welcome here. And from the Disney list, we have Al John. Hey, How are you, Al John? I'm good. And uh, by the way, Eric, congratulations on all the uh, great success you guys in Wookiee Radio and Mighty Marvel Geeks have uh, have done. You're like award-winning podcast now. I know. We we may actually have a future in this. I, I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> At least a present. <laughs> I know, right? I know it's great. You know, it's it's nice to have the podcast alliance here together and uh, doing a show about Disney and food. How can that be bad? Two okay, of my so, favorite three things yes. wrapped up in one package. I'm, I'm afraid to ask what the third is. <laughs> I didn't ask. There you go. I didn't. Wave I off. Wave off, Magnum. Wave off. You mean Maverick? Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Buzz the tower, Goose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm getting there. So what is it? What is everybody drinking? I have a uh, raspberry rum with uh, a raspberry sparkling water. Wow. So nothing too 
Crazy. <laughs> we got a little six year bib and tucker that we broke out just to celebrate seeing y'all. Aww. So. Aww. Today's Park Hoppers is brought to you by Bib and Tucker. And Tucker. <laughs> bib and Tucker. Yeah, baby. Six years to bring you 10 minutes of happiness. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like it. Uh, what do you drink it out on? Uh, so uh, we, we've got the Diet Cola and Maker's Mark tonight. Ooh. So salute it. Yeah. Salute. How about you, Eric? I am drinking Diet Mountain Dew that may or may not be infused with a little bit of Tanqueray Gin. Ooh. Hello. Ooh. I love it. Sounds That's good. what I've been drinking lately. Not the Mountain Dew part, but the gin part. I've been drinking um, Hendrix gin with club oh. soda because oh. I love the taste of that gin and I don't want anything to take away from it. Even tonic water, I think, takes away from yeah. the flavor of it. Have you tried Monkey 47? Uh, he did. He beat me. Oh, no, I have not. Oh, my gosh. All right. When you come back mm. down here, I know we say that about got 27 a, times a conversation. We've, we've got a whole thing. We've got a, a, a bourbon collection, and then Sarah's got, or Sid's got quite the gin collection. So, mm. but Monkey 47, we discovered um, at the Barcelona Lounge over at the, yeah. um, the new tower at Coronado Springs. And Oh, yeah, it's become one of our favorites. That and the, in, what did you say you were drinking? Your gin of choice, Hendrix? Hendrix. Hendrix. We've been getting the infused Hendrix. They have, like, the seasonal, so. Yeah. The Hendrix is really good. I got some as a Christmas present and another bottle as a birthday present last week. Ooh, uh, nice. Happy birthday, Eric. Summer solstice. So good. The I've Hendrix seen it, but solstice. I haven't tried it. Okay, we are the resident alcoholics over here in Orlando, so you know. Cheers. <laughs> We're not alcoholics. We do not go to meetings. I have. Um, I need to go to the liquor store, which is why I pulled out the raspberry rum because I don't usually drink rum. But um, we have drank all the vodka in the house, and I am down to a little bit of my Hendrix gin. <laughs> So now it's like you pull from all the other things that you have. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, it's time. It's time for a liquor store run. <laughs> so, so we moved like a year and a half ago. And when we moved, we had people come for a going away party. And then people came for a housewarming party. And then we realized at some point we had our full bar, which I'd taken apart because I'm still refinishing it a year and a half later. Um, don't judge. And then we had a table set up with a bunch more. We're like, okay, we need to be one bar. So we had two bins of bottles in my office and now we're down to one bin, but we were looking for something when some friends came over. I'm like, wait, 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 we have a backup. And they're like, do you have a room in your house that does not have alcohol in it? Master bathroom. <laughs> Master bathroom. Oh, that's where you're supposed to keep the bottle of wine. <laughs> it just doesn't make it. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> all right, we need to get back on track. We'll okay. just sit here and talk cocktails all hey, night. Before we get started, I just want to let everyone know if you're watching on uh, any one of our other social platforms, in order to ir- interact with all of us, you need to go ahead and check out the feed there at Dining at Disney on Facebook. We have a few people in there in the chat room already. There's others uh, that are watching from the other platforms, but uh, good evening, everyone. Yes, we have Lindsay Marie, who is our top donor, as well as our friend Michael, Michelle, and Megan. 
So we've got a few people in there chatting. And let's start off with, should we each give our five? Set, like just do all like one person do all of their five at one time and kind of discuss them. What do you think? You're in charge. Okay, let's do that. Let's do that. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna make Alton start first. So we're doing we're doing so we're doing the round robin. So once again, we're we're looking at budget. You know, maybe family friendly restaurants there at Walt Disney World Resort, and there are several that that come to mind. Um, in doing this. And when I say the resort, I mean everything. We're not, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, this, this was a question from one of the members of the Dining at Disney um, Facebook group. And he asked to name our top five really nice Disney restaurants that are good for a family on a budget. So mm. this one, so. this one ticks all the boxes for me. First of all, the food is amazing. And you can get food there from $15 all the way up if you want. So, and it's great for families because I think if you're a picky eater too, I think uh, someone in the family might be picky. There's probably one of the best plates of fried chicken you could possibly find. And that's over there at chef art Smith's homecoming there at Disney Springs. It's uh, there's nothing there on the menu. I don't like everything from the drinks, the cocktails, the chicken, the kicked up mac and cheese, the charcuterie board, it doesn't matter. It's all good. It's all down home cooking, and it just is absolutely amazing. And uh, there's a reason why Chef Art Smith is the, the uh, caterer to the stars. And uh, you can <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely send your family home with some really great, fun soul food, if you will. And the brunch. Yeah. And the, the brunch. brunch there. What, yeah, which I have not had yet, but I, I want to. Oh. Okay, again, when y'all come down. Yeah, and it's surprising, too. It's surprising, too, how for Disney, again, we have to do the caveat of we're at Walt Disney World. It's it's surprisingly not super expensive. I mean, you can get away with having a great meal for not a lot of money if if you're very wise with your choices. But, yeah, I mean, it's a phenomenal, it's a phenomenal restaurant. Plus, the location is incredible. Yeah. I don't even remember what we had for the brunch, but there was this pimento cheese spread, yes. butter, yeah, yes. just yes. Just give me a bowl of that, a spoon, and yes, yes. And it's great too because they have that farm to table, you know, kind of mentality. So the ingredients are the best you can get. And I know that even during this this time that we live in, um, you know, farm to table is a little bit more difficult for for people. But in any normal situation or abnormal situation, it, it's definitely at the top of my must-have Disney restaurants, regardless of price. So nice. There you go. That's my one. One out of that five. That is also on my list. Yes. Because again, it's a, it's a great food. Like, like you said, we've never had anything there that wasn't fantastic. They have excellent cocktails and it, the pricing is good. I mean, it's, it's well worth the money that you spend on it and it's not 30 some dollars for an entree. So, and there's plenty of appetizers that you can get and have as a meal as well. So yeah, I definitely agree with that being in the top five. There you go. All right. Who's next? Eric, Eric, what's what's your what's one of yours? Okay, Um, I I, I admit I kind of struggled with this because it it, it depends on a your definition of really nice 
and <laughs> what your budget is. So I'm trying to I'm trying to think stuff that uh, you could get you could get something that's good and not break the bank. And I'm just going to go ahead and get this one out of the way um, because it may not be on anybody else, but Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because there is a nice variety of dishes that you can get. It won't break the bank. And it's almost like, I mean, yes, you have to go up to the counter and you have to order and you have to take it back to your table. But once you get there, I mean, the, the quality of the food to me, the last time I was there was surprisingly good. And again, you get a lot of variety from it. And how can you not like live entertainment from Sunny Eclipse? <laughs> Or pre-recorded or pre-recorded entertainment from uh, Sunny Eclipse. (laughs) Wait, he's not singing live. Shh, dang it! Just (laughs) memorized. You just you just ruined it. So much auto tune, just so much auto tune. (laughs) (laughs) He's as bad as Soldier Boy. Oh dear God! All right, that's probably the number one offender. Now now you're hitting things, John. All right, so does that? So does that leave us? For yes. our, my number one. So when we were doing the criteria, we were looking for someplace that was sit down, even if it is like you go up and order it and they bring it to your table. We have a few of those, but most of these are sit down restaurants and they have something that just makes them a little extra. And our first one, especially when you're talking family, Splitsville. We're, we're going back to Disney Springs. So you have you know, you have a great environment. It's fun. The music is fantastic. You've got bowling if you want to do that. And then the food, you have something for everyone. Yeah. There is sushi, there is pasta, there is pizza, there are burgers, and it's all fantastic. And so that that was our, that was the first one. When you say family on a budget, you know. Yeah, Splitsville pops right up. You, you can get all sorts of adult cocktails. You can get Fanta drinks for the kids. You can get frozen cokes i mean it's just it's a great atmosphere there and it's it's easy to get in easy to get out and there's always it seems room for everybody so it's just a, it's a great it's our go-to if we want to get in and get out quick and it is also a favorite of uncle tony it is so <laughs> we just had to throw that one on the list may he rest tony. in peace <laughs> oh wow ouch uncle tony is still alive he's just ignoring us <laughs> no kidding <laughs> He said he was going to be here. He's probably eating. He's probably at Ravello eating a bunch of meatballs right now. (laughs) John, John, John done a spit take because you know it's true. It's like that would be a waste of bourbon, but that would be funny. Yeah. It's like, hey, uh, Chef Pepito, can I get some uh, takeout there? Those uh, meatballs? Tony, it's good to see you, Tony. Come on, get some half. I just want some meatballs. I just want some meatballs. Can I have some prosciutto? Some prosciutto. It's always with the hand. It's always with the hand. (laughs) That's true. Anybody watching this that has ever met Tony from Disney by the numbers knows that we speak the truth. Yes. Friends, we are we are not we are not being mean and picking on Tony. We all love Tony. Yeah, because we would do it. So this is your first time you're watching on Tony. But I still love Tony. Yeah, we we would do the same thing in front of his face, so it's no big deal. (laughs) And we have And doing it tomorrow. (laughs) Maybe later today. Who knows? Maybe I'm sorry, go ahead. All right, so that was our one, Splitsville. 
Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Okay, Aldon, what's what's another one on your list? All right. So uh, this one is really, for me, just a lot of fun. Now, you got to pop into a resort to check this out, but it's Kona Cafe. Uh, Kona is fun. It's got some of my favorite stuff in there, um, especially for the breakfast. The breakfast is good, but they're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, it's great for the family. You got the sushi. You got the Tonga toast. What's not to love? Casual dining is super, you know, yeah. inexpensive. But then, you know, you also and have coffee. Yes. Oh. Yes, you do. Yeah. And then if you're there for lunch or dinner, uh, like uh, what we what we did when we uh, had met, I, I don't remember if maybe we met up with you, Eric, or not there, but I do remember sharing a, a photo of the Lapu Lapu that I got just, just because I just wanted to have a megaton of rum. In a very I short think time. What we have to do is always share a picture of the Lapu Lapu when we get it. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, true. This is, is true. Which is what I also refer to as the Polynesian spinner, because <laughs> once you've had one, that's exactly what happens. <laughs> this is true. But uh, it's fun. It's fun. So there there you go. Kona Cafe at Disney's Polynesian and uh, check that out. Okay. That's great. And if you want to do it right, you book your breakfast at like 1030. And you just stay till it turns into lunch and then you order your second meal. <laughs> second, second, <laughs> second breakfast. That's You're right. going on us here. That's right. But you have to tip really well. <laughs> <laughs> That's so gangsta. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. And we've, we've never, ever, no, no, never, <laughs> never, never, ever done that. <laughs> Drinks be flowing. So I'm going to say for mine, it is also a resort restaurant. Uh, and this one is over by Animal Kingdom and it is Sanaa because they have fantastic food. It's unique in the fact that you can see the animals roaming outside the restaurant. And it's just everything there is good. I mean, if you haven't had the Indian style bread service there, Preach. that's definitely a must have. I have never been that I haven't had that because it's so good. There's five breads, nine different accompaniments to like dip it in from mild to very spicy, just a little bit of something for everybody. And then the entrees are good, too. And I like to go uh, at lunch when they have where you can choose the different um, two different dishes. And then it's served with the basmati rice because like, I really like to get the butter chicken's good. Um, the braised beef is good. And then they have uh, a cilantro coconut vegetables that you can get, too. And those are really good. But that's one yeah, of my that, favorite dishes to do. That is one of our favorite places, too. Um, and we've gone, we used to go for Christmas Eve, and we would go and we'd sit in the bar at Sanaa. They had that big, long, you know, family-style yeah. feasting table, and we would get the bread service. And was it 9 or 12? I don't know. It was the when they used to have the whole big plate with all the indents, and you could order the bread by the piece. And we get that and a bottle of pinotage. And this is how we were bringing in Christmas. Our nice. children were four-legged, so we were allowed to leave them in a cage at home. That's right. Her <laughs> <laughs> babies, babies can stay, are allowed to stay at home. You don't have to take them out of your house with you. 
<laughs> and the other thing to mention about Sanaa, they have a fantastic kids menu. I mean, yes. you have the kids menu, you have the windows that are overlooking, you know, zebra butt and whatever animals out there. It's just, it's a great experience, especially for families, because you can go out before or after and see the animals roaming. So there's a lot, a lot to do. And for the kids, they do have like the butter chickens on there. So if you have a kid who's more adventurous and isn't just about like eating cheeseburgers, there's also something authentic that's on the menu in addition to those kid-friendly dishes. And that's something I think is always really important when looking at restaurants for, for families is having a variety of things for the kids because you can have one kid that's extremely adventurous and then the other kid who only will eat like pizza with cheese only and hot dogs with only ketchup, you know, that kind of picky eater. And so it works really well for families that have both sets of kids in them or the kid that wants to try something different every now and then. So mm -hmm. right on. But you can't go wrong with butter chicken. You sound like you're hungry, Kristen. Did y'all eat dinner yet? Yes, we did eat dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we uh, we do we do dinner as a family. So with Boo and Jack Jack. So we put him in the high chair. He eats before us because he gets a bottle and he gets fussy and. I want to be able to eat my food. <laughs> and Boo, she's in her chair and she eats whatever we have. So, Generally. no, he had, he had chicken schnitzel tonight and sauerkraut, and she ate it. It's our poor man's version of beer garden, Eric. I was about to say, you're making me hungry for beer garden right now. Yeah, yeah, baby. That's actually on our list, but we'll talk about that later. Yes. I like, I, Eric, what's, what's, next, what's next on your list? Um, next on my list is, uh, over at Epcot, it is the Sunshine Seasons Food Court, mm. uh, mainly because, again, it's a lot of variety. It's not going to break the bank. And I, I have yet to go over there and get something I did not like. Yeah, that's one of our favorite places to go for quick service because there is such a variety and the food is is good and it's nice that you can have something like a sandwich or you can go and have you know an asian entree or grilled salmon you know mm -hmm. and there's healthy and not so healthy items on the menu yeah. exactly i mean it's it's kind of like almost anything that you're in the mood for you can get there yeah mm -hmm. and beer it, it, yeah and beer <laughs> yeah sid knows what's on my John. mind right now my That's, brother from another mother. You know it true. You know it be true. <laughs> I hear the ice rattling, so you know. Don't oh, play around with it. Just drink it. Melt? That's yeah, hard. Our ice, ice melted. Actually. There you go. I guess we should drink faster. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. She's too. She's, too <laughs> she's like, let me drink, please. All right. Well, then we'll get through it and we can get more ice. So our number two. Do you want? Do you want to go? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to go yeah. this one? Yeah, uh, no, I'm going to go with uh, the next one on the list. All right. So um, looking for something that you could do as a family that is not only uh, a really nice experience, it won't break the bank too bad, it offers some of the best views of Bay Lake in the entire Walt Disney World Resort is Geyser Point over at Wilderness Lodge Resort. Now, you do have to go into the resort, but uh, once you're there, you can get like main entrees 
and it's not super expensive. But what we wind up doing is like one of us will get like wings. One of us will get uh, they have like a shrimp uh, appetizer and someone to get a couple other appetizers or something we just share. There's more than enough for everybody. So it doesn't break the bank. And it's got uh, a lakeside view underneath the, the dining area itself is incredible, but it's open air. And if you get your food and take it to the water side, you can eat, you can enjoy. And then if you're there at the right time, since they've started to back up, you can enjoy the uh, water pageant parade, which is just amazing. The longest running water parade in, in, in the world up until COVID, mm-hmm. but it's just a great, place to go hang out and we did a we did a group thing there we took about 15 people there and had a blast uh, and then we got froze out but other than that everything's well great. a few people got froze out because they didn't dress right and yeah. at some point a couple of us went oh we're a little chilly and i literally pulled a blanket out of my purse yeah, <laughs> yeah. like four of us cuddled on the little couch and we were great yeah. and, and for the record if you couldn't tell i'm actually wearing the uh disney by the numbers t-shirt club t-shirt for the water pageant I was not making inappropriate gestures. No. Um, I was making the faces at the beginning because so I had a list and Park Hopper John had a list and he just stole from my list. Oh, so okay. I was like, so that's how oh, we're doing this now. Oh wow. yeah. Welcome wow. to our marriage. Mm. So, <laughs> wait, we married people that podcast in different rooms. Yeah. Weird. Let go. So I mean I think we're we're doing okay, but still, my half of the list. Okay. Oh, okay. (laughs) Really, guys, your point. Absolutely love it. The food is fantastic. Um, Great cocktails. The servers are fun. You know, it, it you do have so you can sit down, you can have table service, or you can order at the bar and go scope out your seats right there that are lakeside. And you just you know they tell you come back in ten minutes and you walk the fifteen feet, pick up your food. And they're just, yeah, they're all just great. So the food's wonderful. The entertainment is, you know, it's one of the best views you can get short of, you know, spending way too much money on a hotel room for one of the other resorts. Yeah. Plus you get the geyser going off every hour. So so that's kind of cool. And that is just a gorgeous resort to walk through. There's the fireplace and there's the totems and all the history of what they did. So it really is. Yeah. yeah, great for families. Throw in a little education, get a burger and a show. I mean, how can you beat it? There you <laughs> go. I love it. Okay, so that was that was two. two. Of them. Okay, so Al John. Yes. Your third. My third is strictly for the theming. Strictly for the theming. The food is average at best, but <laughs> it okay. is budget. But it is budget wise. Um, and I normally wouldn't have chosen this if it wasn't for the particular topic and the fact that I think you wanted to to have a family, have a family, have a dinner or lunch there. And that would be sci-fi dining. And, yeah. and yeah, um, you know, it's inexpensive by comparison of other Disney mm-hmm. restaurants. But I think the, the coolest thing about this, and for Kristen and I, this holds true, have an awesome shake you know, and wa- and and just hang out in the in the in the car, and watch the these uh you know B movie sci fi you know slash you know uh, sci fi horror film roles and and just have fun. You know, it's just it's a, it's a good hang, 
and the kids will absolutely love it. You want the kids to kind of cool down, take a breather, kind of look around and be entertained while you guys do, you know, have your burger and shake. Hey, that's it, right? That's what you want to do. And so, um, and they do have some good cocktails, I will say, you know, uh, habanero lime Martian margarita. That ain't bad. No. Nope. So uh, I, you know, so it it's not something I would choose just for the adults, but because of the kids, it's definitely the best when it comes to theming right there. And it's in the park because we haven't really, I mean, we talked about some restaurants in the park, but the, the parks are notoriously expensive um, for food. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is a little bit of a, you know, a standout for that. So there you go. They do. They do have the house made sci-fi candy bar too. Uh, that's Ooh. true. And we do like that, that, it, that is also very good. Um, but yeah, sci-fi dining theater, Hollywood studios. I miss when they had the tomato soup on there. The tomato soup was good because mm-hmm. we used to go, when I would go down with Natalie and Connor, we would often go there because Connor liked it there. And, you know, I would always get the tomato soup because I like the tomato soup and then I had dessert. So, <laughs> well, and I'm not sure if, do they still do the, the breakfast or the brunch? And it was this fixed price where you had your entree. They don't do that anymore. Uh so the nice thing about that, yeah. we went and did that one time and I looked at the waitress and I said, I just can't decide. I don't know if I want this or this. And she goes, well, it's fixed price. I'll just bring you one of each. And we just went, oh. Yeah. That, that was, was during the magic. That was during the, <laughs> that was during the Star Wars thing that we did during the, when they used to have Star Wars weekends. That's right. Mm. Yeah. And they had the stormtroopers yep. walking up Character and down. dining. Yeah. yeah. That was really good when they did that. Yeah. yeah, I remember the food being pretty good, but normally by the time we actually eat at Disney, we are so hot, we are so tired, and we are so hungry that everything is good. Yeah. <laughs> Understood. Well, I've decided I my next place, I'm going to stay in the same park as Hollywood Studios, but I'm going to another very family-friendly location, and it is one that is a very interactive dining experience, and that's 50s Primetime Cafe. Yeah. Cheers. The prices are really good. You might have those the, food. <laughs> <laughs> the food is good. Mm-hmm. And good cocktail. So, you know, you've got Dad's Lemonade. Isn't there Dad's Lemonade? Yeah. I think it's dad's lemonade. They also Um, have the peanut butter milkshakes that if you talk real nice to them, they will put, what what was it they put in it? Chambord. Chambord in it. What? Oh, this is a new thing. My mind is now blown. You can ask them to make the adult peanut butter and jelly milkshake with the peanut butter milkshake and they add Chambord to it. Oh. So... (laughs) I'm not even going to lie. Like we took that. We actually took it one step further when we came home and it was a vanilla milkshake with peanut butter whiskey and Chambord in it. And we made our own, but they'll, they'll put a shot of some of something in it and you can pick. If you don't like Chambord, they'll put something else in it and make it adult. Oh, that nice. wins. That, that, you know, I love it when I learn something new and that hack is probably the best thing I've heard. In my oh, it's alcohol at Disney. In my podcasting career, Sid, that that just made my that just <laughs> that blew my mind. And if you're watching this, because I know people out there watching this, it's not every day that I have my mind blown 
regarding something at the theme park. Now, I am so looking forward to that next time we go. And when we go, I'm taking a picture. I'm sending it to you, Sid. I'm sending it to you. Um, and I'm saying, uh, we better about, be with you. Thank you. I was like, how about yeah. you? Yeah. Well, of course. I'd love to be with you guys, too. Next so time let's. You come down. It's a, it's, a, it's a date. I <laughs> dare you That's right. to be sitting at the table with them, ordering it, and then take a picture and send it to them anyway. Yeah, okay, yes. <laughs> and, and we'd love to be there with you. Elbows on the table before she gets to you. Look, look gang, it's been, great. it's been a long time since Eric and us, we've you know gone down to the parks together because I think we, we met up maybe – Gosh, what was it? It wasn't during the Source of Radio 10th anniversary because now we're like 20 years old now. So it's like 21 years. So it's, um, it's, so you it's not been too like far after that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's been a long time. So we need to, we need to meet up IRL. Like seriously, it's, it's been, it's been five and a half years since the three of us met up in person. And that was up in Nash Vegas. Oh yeah. yeah. Nash Vegas. Yeah. Oh well, it's been a while. Eric, anyway. remind me what part of the country you live in. Where are you at? I live in uh, Alabama, on purpose. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so funny? Because I heard I heard Park Hopper John go and starting to form the words. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Never. Uh, th- this is a Georgia boy through and through, oh. with a little bit of Cleveland icing. Mm. <laughs> Cleveland icing. Cleveland, Ohio. I'm sorry. Let me correct that. There is a Cleveland, Georgia. There's a Cleveland, Tennessee, too, I think. There is. Cleveland, Alabama. A tornado went through it today. Oh, no. Oh, my. Is it still there? Um, Yes, I think so. Okay. Wow. All right. I have no idea. Where are we now? Is it Kristen? Is it you? Are you at number three? No, I was was on my number three. So I said 50s prime time. All right. Eric? Okay. Um, I am heading to downtown Disney, and this is a place that uh, I met up with some friends back in September on my first solo trip to Disney since 1992. Wow. Uh, that is the Polite Pig. Hey. <laughs> and, and basically, I, I am a big fan of homemade pimento cheese. My cousin makes some that is absolutely fantastic. But the hot pimento cheese spread that you dip with pork rinds. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, preach. I am in love with that stuff. God. Of course, the rest of the stuff was good, too. But, you know, pork rinds. There's anything bad on their menu. No, no, there, there wasn't. At least not that I saw or had. Guys, we went there for their soft opening. And well, I got there about three hours before anybody else. And I was slowly eating and drinking my way through the menu before John and Park and Uncle Tony showed up. (laughs) Nothing bad. Is it me or is pimento cheese, you know, transcend Southern culture? It's either that or deviled eggs. Well, deviled eggs. Good deviled eggs are hard to find, although they do have some awesome ones at Art Smith. Mm -hmm. Great. They have bacon in them there. That's right. And the thing that I love most about Polite Pig, outside of the food is amazing, is they are like the bourbonist bourbon bar in in Orlando, let alone in in Walt Disney World. So 
that's an amazing place. That's a great choice. I love that place, Eric. And the people are fantastic. Like the yeah. staff that works there, um, they they've changed managers recently, and it's still it's still going really well. Like the other management actually moved on to another location at Disney Springs, but just they they were just trained. They have that Southern hospitality in their soul, and so they're just they're nice and helpful and whatever you need. And it's just yeah. Would you go so far as to say they were polite? <laughs> they, were, they were past polite. <laughs> they were like going to your grandmama's backyard and, you know, they send out cousin Luther to set the table. But they were family. <laughs> oh, man. Did, did I, I thought it was cousin Earl. <laughs> no, 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 because Earl had Earl, to die. Earl's got to Earl. die. <laughs> <laughs> because of the accident (laughs) (laughs) oh god outside of the pimento cheese what do you what do you recommend most over at play pig um trying to think what i had i i had the uh i think i had the the uh the barbecue sandwich with the slaw Mm -hmm. and i i'm not a big fan of slaw to begin with me either but on that sandwich, it was really good. And their cornbread. Their cornbread is good. Yes. We, we will go occasionally. So I, I don't know if you've ever watched Park Hoppers, but we probably broadcast from there three or four times a year. And um, I even have a top hat that I wear when I go there. It's pretty bad. Well, I was kind of hoping that I could get to this one before y'all did. Just, just saying. Just saying. <laughs> oh, I see how it is. Yes, but have you dressed up as a polite pig for Halloween? Uh, some people might tell you that's pretty much my everyday look. <laughs> oh my lord! It's much easier when you live here and you can get there faster. <laughs> so it was oh, it was top hat, it was nose, a pink wig, monocle. I had the monocle and the gloves. Yes, I actually got free drinks from them that night. Um, that's how you do it. This is what happens when you podcast on Halloween at. Uh, Disney Springs, you dress hey, up. We were there with you. We were there with you. Yes, yes, you were. What happened? Yes, were. What, what were we dressed up as, Kristen? Did we dress bloggers. up? I don't remember. Bloggers. Oh, we dressed bloggers. up as bloggers. Okay, blogger, and I think you came as a, a Gibson Brett or something. Like okay, you <laughs> looked very musical. I was going to say, I probably, I probably dressed up like the guy from Offhand Disney. It's probably what I. That's true. Yeah. Eric, the next time you come down, uh, I don't know if you're going to be bringing anybody, but even if you don't, who cares? Because it's worth it. They have uh, they have a a, a plate. It's, it's not a charcuterie board. It's a tray. It's a tray, and it's a sampling of everything. And it's like 30, 35 bucks, a little less than that. Yeah. But if you're there with somebody, it's more than enough for two people. And it literally is the best barbecue that you'll put in your mouth. Uh, it's a bold statement, I know. In Florida, I'll say that. Okay. 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 You know. Well, and the other thing is they have all their homemade sauces and their white barbecue sauce, especially their white barbecue sauce on their sweet potato tots is fantastic. Oh, my God. Mm. Mm, you, you have my attention, Rose. Uh, but I will say this, though. Well, I first of all, I do have to come down before too much longer because uh, my son, he uh, turned eighteen in December, and he is a senior in high school. And I told him, 
I would take him to Disney. And by Disney, I mean Galaxy's Edge for a graduation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, we're going to have to do that. And that sounds like something he would he would absolutely tear through. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. but gosh, you know, it, hmm? I was just thinking that means it's been eight years this summer since Natalie Connor and I met up with you guys down mm-hmm. there. Mm hmm. It does not see because that was during um, oh, what was it? Um, a tropical storm because he was yes crazy tropical storm windy. Yeah, I mean tropical storm Debbie because we stayed at Boardwalk that that uh, that time. Wow. Yeah, def- you didn't even need a poncho because that couldn't keep you dry. Yeah, oh, wow. it, it, but it was fun. <laughs> There's but, a picture of you, Natalie, and I all like mm-hmm. soaking wet. <laughs> I must have been at work. I must have been at work. Yeah, you weren't there. Yeah. Oh, well. I, I don't. Yeah, no, it's when I went. No, it's one of the trips I took with just Natalie and Connor. Oh, okay, great. Back in the day when he was just a wee <laughs> one. I'm sure you were missed, Al John. I, I, I'm sure. Sounds like it. And <laughs> <laughs> all the fun without me. Yeah, well. Okay. Yep. Okay. Right. So is it our turn? It's your turn. Okay. All right, I need my list back. My oh, husband's my bad. Facebook. My bad. I, I was going to invite my mom. <laughs> okay, so, Rick, all right, well, I'll put this out there. So, we're actually going to go back to Epcot. So, you got the bottom level. We're going to hit the Garden Grill at Epcot. It's the rotating restaurant. Okay, go ahead. You can text your mom now. Um, rotating restaurant, served relatively family-style, Mickey and Minnie come around and get pictures with you and they're in, you know, their overalls and their denim and their whatever, but the food is fantastic. And they use as much of the, um, the vegetation that is grown there in the hydroponic gardens as they possibly can. So if you have the chance, take the tour, the behind the seeds tour, and you get to walk through, you get to see how they make Mickey shaped pumpkins, the whole nine yards and then you get to go eat at the Garden Grill. The food is great. The atmosphere is fantastic. You know, it, it is a little hustle and bustle last time we went because that is a very busy building. Mm-hmm. Like you have yeah. you know, the quick service down below. You have um, the the ride and the line for the ride. And then you have, yeah. So, but it really was worth it. Like we really enjoyed it. And I want to say we took... Park Harper John's mom with us one time when we went. Yeah, because they have Donald there. Because they have Donald there. Yeah, she has a small, small unhealthy obsession with Donald, but um, we won't even talk about that. <laughs> Can care less about Mickey. <laughs> Loves Donald. Daisy? Mm, no. Daisy is moving in on mom's man. So that, that's. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, do you have anything to add about Garden Grill? It's. Uh, it's great because the food is actually really, really good. It's very similar to, um, you know, like um, it's kind of a weird combination between right like there, Liberty Tree Tavern or uh, well, mainly Liberty Tree Tavern because it's it's really meat and potatoes and some veggies. Uh, but you're 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 slowly going around, you know, and you get to see living with the land, and then you come back around and you're back in and Epcot and the food is great. And you've got, you know, Daisy and Donald, Mickey and Minnie and the chipmunks. It's just, it's just a great experience. It's not super exciting. Uh, I don't know what's going on since COVID, but uh, back, back in the day, it was, uh, 
it was a it was a wonderful experience. It wasn't super expensive for all you care to enjoy, mm-hmm. uh, but the experience was completely worth it, and the food was pretty good. And for you, Al John, they had a couple of cocktails, a couple of things of beer, and some house wines. So yes, but. You know, they have that great strawberry lemonade that you can find at, you know, good 50% of the places around Disney and you still love it every time you find it. So, yeah, Garden Grill, it's an experience. Yeah. And if some vodka were to happen to find its way into the park, that would happen to find its way inside your cocktail. Inside your strawberry lemonade. Totally worth it. (laughs) Totally possible. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Hack. Park hack. All right. So we are up to four. Yes. You're number four, Aljon. All right. So, you know, I, I, it's getting harder and harder for me to prioritize some of these choices because, you know, I'm glad Eric brought up Magic Kingdom because um, it's, uh, it's a little bit of a wasteland um, when it comes to this kind of stuff. So I, I'm not going to Magic Kingdom. I am going to World, I am going, I'm, I am going to World Showcase though. Uh, mm-hmm. And for the simple fact that you can get an outdoor seat, um, before the fireworks show, you can go thundering. There's thunder here. Oh, heavens. Uh, <laughs> God's not happy that you're not going to the Magic Kingdom, bro. I know. I'm, apparently, <laughs> apparently, Uncle Walt's a little, a little whoa. Well, what do you mean you're not going to Magic Kingdom? Uh, I'm, I'm going to. And Roy. <laughs> that's right. Walt we'll and Roy. We'll there for you later and later. And that's later. right. <laughs> Zeus is judging you, Al John. Zeus is judging me. <laughs> Zeus is judging me. Uh, but Rose and Crown is where I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go Rose and Crown, especially there to uh, pick up seats right before fireworks, uh, outdoors. Great view. Bring the family. You could have a black and tan while the kids try something new, like Scotch eggs, for example, for 12 bucks. Scotch eggs, fish and chips. Yep. You know, I mean... This is pretty bangers much par- and mash. bangers and mash. Yes. Shepherd's pie. Shepherd's pie. Look, there's nothing bad on here. There's really nothing bad on here. You can, you know, get a little bit crazy if you wanted to uh, go for, oh, let's say a burger or the chicken masala or whatever, you know, or, or whatever. Um, but even the fish and chips, you know, I mean, it's 25 bucks. But honestly, you can forego that if you want to dine on the cheap get a couple of appetizers or simply take an entree and split it with your significant other. The kids can have fun and then they can have their little toffee pudding or their trifle or whatever they're having. Uh, or the kids can simply have their children's version of fish and chips. And by the way, adults can also order off the kids menu. So there you go. Order the kids menu, fish and chips. It's half price, you know? So instead of spending the 20, 22 bucks on it, 24 bucks, spend 11 bucks and get yourself that and get yourself a beer, which will be well worth it after a long day walking around the seven circles of hell. So you order off the kids menu and then you can get two black and tans. Whoop. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. So anyway, so the other fun thing about, um, about the Rose and Crown, in case you didn't know, if you are possibly one of the, what is it, royal file, uh, every time something newsworthy happens with the royal family, like <laughs> a wedding or a baby's born or something like that. Or a Pierce Morgan you know, interview. interview with Oprah. <laughs> I was going to say. what I was going to say. <laughs> I have no idea. I know that we went with a couple of our friends that she is, she is absolute, like she follows the royal family. And are we killing that bottle? We are. Hey, let me ask you a crazy question. Am I the only one that when you get down to the end of the nice bourbon, you just have to 
kiss the bottle and thank it for the memories. Um, yeah. That is it. That is it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, uh, I turn it up. little bits down there. So whatever little bit might be left, right. it'll land in the cap, and I'll just drink that later. Breathe. <laughs> give it, give it the old Heinz love tap. That's right. All right. You were saying about. I, the whole... I was saying. So we went there the day of somebody's wedding. Megan and, and Megan and Harry. Harry. I wasn't going to say it, but I love that my husband knows. Uh, we went there. We met a couple of friends. They had special little cakes to commemorate their wedding and so you were able to order that cake as the dessert and so they will do that on you know on weddings and things like that um we are I, i'm not gonna lie my friend has completely turned me so now i follow this stuff and any day now or any year um god rest the queen she is going to go and you know be with i don't know royal jesus i don't know how you want <laughs> royal jesus our, our dogs we talk about them going to be with puppy jesus so Oh, there you go. Uh, so you go. someday she may pass on and they will have to have something. Well, it's nice to have a yeah. couple of tea cakes to celebrate because you know there was exactly. no tea. You know there was no tea cakes after the main. You know that. No. There were none. No, there was none. shots. There was, yeah, right. <laughs> probably. Probably. Anyway. Well, since we are talking about Rose and Crown, I am going to say that was also on my list. <laughs> that was actually what I had pulled up to talk about next. And since you mentioned a lot of things about it already, the points that I'm going to mention have to do with, uh, first of all, the kids menu, because they have a lot of choices there that aren't your typical everyday ones. They have the butter chicken, but if your kid does not eat like to eat beef. They have turkey meatballs if you're looking for a healthier option. They have bangers, so they can have something that's a little different uh, than what you usually find, as well as the fish and chips. And there's also a cheesy pasta. Um, but I am going to say my go-to drinks there are always the bumblebee, which is Boddington's and Guinness. Or I'll do the... Um, blacksmith which is the the smithics and guinness mm. Mm. but it's hard for me to ever not do the bumblebee because i really like boddington's yeah mm-hmm. yep. and it goes really well with the guinness oh so good with bangers yeah. so good with bangers. Great, great view good place for 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 kids you know as yeah. well as adults i love it and if the kids get bored, tell them to go around and look at the different pictures and they have to come back and tell you something about the royals that are hanging on the walls. <laughs> I thought maybe we were going to say, just tell them to go run and jump in the lake. Just no, I was, I, I was going to, I was thinking Sarah would say, uh, you know, go out there and chase the ducks around. <laughs> see how far you get. Chase the ducks. I say both of those for the husbands. Chase uh, the ducks around. Jump through the stargate in the middle of the lake now. I don't care. <laughs> stargate. <laughs> Oh, you went there. I did. That monstrosity is crazy. All right. Oh, gosh. Eric. (laughs) Eric, have you ever jumped through the Stargate? (laughs) Um, Only if I have enough Zyrtec and Kleenex. (laughs) Thank you, Daniel Jackson. I was just. Ah! I'm like Steve Rogers. I I understood that reference. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Okay. So, my number four is uh, it is kind of off the beaten path in more ways than one and it's it's among the more expensive but i i'd love this place so much it is trails end over at fort yes yes Yes. Mm -hmm. i thought about that too 
I am a I, I am a big comfort rustic comfort food type of guy would in a lot of the time. Uh, so this place has had the best ribs and fried chicken that I have had at Disney. And they do the uh, they they do the dry rub ribs, and I like the dry rub better than the uh, the smothered in sauce type. And so it's it's kind of like this stuff always just falls off the bone. Love it, and they've had, and they've had things like uh, like what was it cornbread encrusted salmon? Yes, yeah. And I'm like, oh, this this is stuff I want. I'm I'm trying to build up my Disney cookbook collection. And I, part of it is so I can get all the the recipes from Beer Garden. The other part is so I can get all the recipes from Trails End. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah. They do, and those are the same same like ribs and chicken that you get over at Hoopty Doo. Mm-hmm. Well, there's probably a reason for that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Technically, not no anymore. No idea what that. Oh, well, that's no. true. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make me cry, John. I'm gonna cry. Things will come back. Yeah. Just keep holding on to that. I love Hoopty Doo. I love yeah, Hoopty Doo. Amazing. So good. Yes, it is. All right, Park Upper John. This is your turn. Oh, uh, okay. So I'm going to go into Hollywood Studios uh, and I'm going to say that uh, Mama Melrose, mm-hmm. if you're a family yep. and, and you're looking to have a nice filling dinner, but still have a nice little bit of atmosphere. Mama Melrose is an amazing restaurant. And it's right in the middle, oddly enough, of Muppet Courtyard. And you turn the corner and there's this fantastic Italian, you know, restaurant. And I am, one of my good friends is Italian. And he says Mama Melrose is one of his favorite places, even though it's like a theme park Italian place. So wait, is this the same one we talked about? A little yeah, time? this is Uncle yeah. Tony, Tony Lowe's place. Uh, I think that it's it's not necessarily the cheapest, uh, but you know the quality is really good. The atmosphere is incredible, and you are literally right in the middle of the magic in, in Hollywood Studios. So Mama Melrose uh, Restaurante is uh, is is one of my uh, my favorite places to go. Hadn't been there in a while though. That's the problem. Well, and air conditioning. Yes. Yeah, air conditioning is a big. But, you know, that's a big. Checkbox when you're down here in June, July, August, September. Okay, pretty much 12 months of the year down here in Orlando. There's going to be at least a few days. Yes. I mean, it's March and it was 92 degrees today. So, but yeah. And, and it's, it is good enough Italian that the adults are happy. Yes. But it is simple enough Italian that the kids are not going to sit there and pick weird things like, I don't know, a piece of onion out of their sauce <laughs> and then right. complain and whine and cry. Right. And, and and like a lot of the places that are inside the resorts, it's a great kids menu. It's a simple yeah. kids menu. Of course, they have the you know they have the chicken fingers. They have all that kind of stuff. But then they have here's here's spaghetti. Oh, do you want it plain? Sure. And we keep talking about you know picky kids. God love him. My my cousin is in his fifties. Well, my step cousin, half cousin, cousin in law. There we go. <laughs> My cousin-in-law is is a little on the picky side, but they came to Disney and he was able to find stuff everywhere. And this was one of those places. So, yeah, simple pasta, a little bit of red sauce. And it's just it's filling. And that's the other thing. You don't want to eat something at the parks and then be hungry 15 minutes later. Exactly. 
So, so yeah. So I think that, yeah, that's our four. All right, Al John. Number five. Number five. Hey, so uh, just so you know, I had to check because it got really quiet outside and I got a little tornado warning action. So I'm just checking just to be sure because it's getting pretty crazy out there. Um, okay, where was I? So, number five. Number five. I'll vote number five, Al John. Okay. Cinco. <laughs> Cinco de Manuel. Okay, so this uh, this is a little bit outside just a little bit outside striking distance. Um, and I say that uh, as my number one because it's theming, it's family-friendly. It is, it's a little bit more on the expensive side. And um, there is no doubt because it's seafood. But I'm going back to Epcot and we're going to Coral Reef. Coral Reef. And um, you want to talk about entertaining your children during mealtime? This is it. The biggest aquarium... Just a lot of fun looks. You get to do the little scavenger hunt with the fish and the menu, and um, the staff is always great. The food is amazing if you're into it. Uh, it ain't cheap, um, but it's not super expensive either. So, you know, I mean, entrees, you could, you could probably spend a good 30 bucks a person, you know, at that place. And the kids, well, you know, order the kids' menu if you want. You know, I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. But, uh, yeah, I think once again, it's all about the theming. It's all about the fish, the wonderful aquarium. Sometimes you can see the divers in there. They'll wave to you if you get something really close. Make your dining reservations and, and have your, your family sit as close to the glass as possible so that they can look at the fishies and look at the sharks and say, this is what happens when you don't behave. I'm going to dump you in there. Just joking. I would never do that. I would never do that. I would never put them in the in the deep end. Maybe the shallow end with the manta ray, the stingrays. That's what I do. I'm just joking. I would this never do that. To the kids that don't eat all their broccoli. That's right. <laughs> eat your broccoli. Now you know? I may or may not have gone up to the aquarium windows with my dish and tapped the glass to say, "Who's next?" <laughs> <laughs> I need to do that. <laughs> Eric, fish are friends, not food. You know him. <laughs> oh my god steve was so good it'd oh, be like be like oh, sorry. Did, did you know this one it's like it's like, it's like sebastian hello sebastian you were so yummy i know i'm yes. sorry Sid, so. the thing about that if you can if you can time it right back when if they ever God helping if they bring the if they bring the um magical dining magical not magical dining if they bring the uh the events back like um like the um uh, what's the Christmas event at Epcot candlelight processional yeah if they bring the candlelight processional back or the concert series back if you could go and you can you could pay and you can have dinner and then get your seat for one of the events that is when going to Coral Reef becomes not only just an experience, it becomes actually much more economical because you're paying for dinner and you're getting premium seating. So you can kind of justify it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Dinner yeah. and a show. Dinner exactly. Show. You know what? That, that You hit the nail on the head there. That is one of the great benefits of doing those dining packages, whether it's for Fantasma or what have you. Right. The show, that's awesome. Yep. Okay. There you go. That's my five. Okay, so mine, I'm going to head to Disney Springs and I am going to go with the restaurant I have probably eaten at 
the most of any place at Walt Disney World, and that is Raglan Road because it is it has fantastic food and quite a large menu that you can choose from. So you've got something for everyone. If you don't like fish or seafood, you've got burgers, there's chicken, braised beef. Uh, they've got a wide variety of different things that you can get there. Excellent desserts, good kids entrees, um, great beer, great whiskey. I mean, whatever it is you're looking for for food, you can get there. It is a little bit um, pricier than some of the other places I've mentioned. Most of the entrees are in the $20 range, Um, but the food is fantastic and you have entertainment because you have the Irish dancers as well as the band. And it's a great place to go, especially if you're going with friends. Well, and they're great because they have with the Irish dancers and also with the band, there's that dance floor. And so you take the kids, you send them out there on the dance floor, you wear them out. Yes. And then mom and dad get a nap later. Yep. So. <laughs> yeah, because there's something going on all the time in the restaurant. And so there's something to always entertain your kids, you know, keep them from getting bored and be like, when are we going to go? When are we going to go? When are we going to go? So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's right. Okay, Eric, how about you? I almost went with Raglan Road. I ain't going to lie. I almost went with Cooks of Dublin because it was, it was be a little bit cheaper than Raglan Road. But, right. um, I went a little further down to the end of Disney Springs and I went with House of Blues. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Because, I mean, it, obviously, you just take one look at me and you know, this guy likes food. Um, so I love, I love German. I love barbecue, love comfort food, but I absolutely love Cajun. So, I mean, the, the jambalaya at, uh, at House of Blues is awesome. The shrimp and grits is among some of the best that I've ever had. So, I mean, you have that feeling, and there really isn't a whole lot of Cajun-style offerings on Disney property. So, and, and plus, you get live music there on occasion. Mm-hmm. So, you get the entertainment, you get the food, you get the food, and the atmosphere to me is just really great because it's not the high polish. Uh, you're in a fantasy land, a fairy tale castle kind of thing. It's it, it, it reminds you of like just place on the side of the road down in Bayou Labatry or somewhere. <laughs> well, and the Gospel Brunch. Yes, cannot so forget. Like, no, and so the food is fantastic, and then you get the music during the Gospel Brunch, and it's just <laughs> so absolutely <laughs> preach. preach. During okay. gospel preach. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Sid, what's on your your what is on your list as your final one? See, she knew it was going to be mine and not even yours. All right. So we mentioned this a little bit earlier. It kind of goes with your dinner, it kind of goes with you, Eric, and your loves, the beer garden. That almost was on my on the list. The beer garden. Okay, John, tell me, what are your two favorite words about the beer garden? Meat, 
salad. <laughs> it's like 10 different types of German sausage and whatnot, chopped up, a little bit of onion, maybe some Italian dressing or however they dress it. And it's all stirred up in a bowl and it's called a salad. It's meat salad. Yes. I feel I've never felt healthier than having the meat salad at the beer gardens. So I then you is the carnivores playground. Preach. Yes. Okay. So, and again, for the kids, it's a buffet. There's a ton of things you can pick for the kids that they're going to like. There are things that I have gotten my husband to try that he may not have wanted to try yeah. before we went there. Uh, service is great. You actually kind of sit family style. So if you have your party of two and somebody else's party of two and another party of four, they're going to put you at a table together and you make friends. That's right. And I love that. That's great. See, and I'm very shy. <laughs> so anyway totally kidding you can get the regular size beer you can also get the Sid or Aljon size beer yes and there is the live music yeah. and they're fun with it it's not just hi we're a polka band they have fun yeah. and they, like every other song they invite the kids to come down and dance yeah it gives the parents a rest and it gives the kids something to, you know, a lot of these that we've talked about that are like, oh, the kids can learn this. The kids can do that. The kids can do that. All right. Well, maybe your kid is going to be like, oh, I'm really into the polka music now. And they're going to go home and learn how to play the xylophone or something. Right. Or maybe when you're over at, um, uh, at any of the Irish restaurants, maybe they're going to go home and they're going to want to learn step dancing. You're exposing the kids to so many different cultures and so many different experiences that we've kind of hit on so many through here that we actually have friends that they, um, they, uh, what's the, they, they homeschool. There we go. That's the word. I'm blaming the bourbon. They homeschool, they homeschooled before COVID, but they homeschool and they'll actually take a day around Epcot and it counts towards credit. Yeah. So that. And it's cool because, you know, you, you know, you're inside, but the way they, they've created the beer garden with the moon and the stars, mm -hmm. you, you feel like you're kind of outside. Yeah. Uh, and it's amazing. You're in a courtyard. Yeah. You're in a courtyard. Hey, hey, can we, can we, can we all do it together? I don't know. Raise them up. Raise the pipes. So Eric, next time you come, you come down, we kind of have that checklist now that we're going to just walk you around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, actually, I think we broke, I broke Kristen because she was expecting me to come out with beer garden at any point during this list. <laughs> and I specifically avoided it just, just to throw her off. And um, way to subvert expectations. Exactly. We weren't kidding about that. Okay, we had our top like five or six, and then we added another six or seven just to make sure we didn't duplicate. Hey guys, we're. Uh, it's you. Me? You are so you. hot. You're making that microphone buzz. What the heck is going it's on? It's your feedback, honey. Your your headphones. Put your headphones on. Mute your mic. I'm trying. This is the fun of live broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. Just enjoy.
<clears throat> or it's me. This is what happens when you have two people in the same house trying to broadcast from two different rooms. I think it's probably. <laughs> it's me. Oh, so blame the wife. Be nice. Must have a very comfortable. Hey, guys, I, I think we might have an emergency signal going on. Yeah, I think that's what it is. What I was go- what I was going to say is I was stepping away because my mom was calling, and she doesn't usually call me in the evening. But she was calling. We, no, we got to we got to wrap we got to wrap we got to wrap this show up right now. All right, we love you. Bye, guys. To we got to go. We got to go. Love you guys. And we're hey, back. We're back. <laughs> uh, well, that was a crazy storm. Crisis averted. At least n- tornado did not hit us. This is true. So, yeah. That alarm of ours. Wow. It's crazy. Yes. That was crazy. Well, anyway. Yes, it was. Um, we are without our co-host because we had to abruptly stop uh, tonight's live podcast stream. So there you go. I think we should just wrap up the show. Should yes. we just wrap it up? Yes. Let's, let's do it. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's show. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and click the notification bell so you know when we post new content. You can check out this show on Anchor or one of your other favorite platforms like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. You can also donate to us via Anchor as little as 99 cents a month or as much as $9.99 a month. And you too can be a top donor like Lindsay Marie, who we greatly appreciate being a big supporter of the show. Um, I am going to say thank you to Park Hopper, Park Hopper Sid and Park Hopper John. I was like trying to put Sid and John together there for some reason. So wait, wait, we, can, we give him we give him a ship name. <laughs> Sid John, John Sid. Ooh, John Sid, that's kind of weird. Kind of sounds like a disease, but also a Star Wars character. Uh, you can check them out at WDW Park Hoppers. Uh, also, you can check out uh, Eric Allen. Eric, Sorcom Review. He also does. Who's on hiatus, by the way. So you can please check him out on... Um, Wookie Radio, great podcast. Also, Mighty Marvel Geeks podcast as well. Um, part of Weeby Geeks, so awesome. So, Eric, Source Radio original DJ, love it. Thank you, Eric. And then you can also check out uh, Bubba, who unfortunately is under the weather, which is why he did not join us today. So, we hope you feel better, Bubba. But check out Bubba at Big underscore Bubba underscore B on Instagram, as well as Kat, who is out because she is at Walt Disney World celebrating her birthday. So happy birthday, Kat. Happy birthday, Kat. You can check her out on Instagram at Kat underscore Astrophy, as well as Eat the Pictures. So definitely check out that podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's Eat the Pictures podcast. Um, They're on Instagram, but there is no Twitter. So please check that out. I tried tagging her and I'm like, no, it doesn't work. <laughs> Aljohn, you uh, and Tarve, where they can find you. Yeah, sure. So check me out. Instagram, aljohn.go for guitar, music, and occasional Disney posts. You can also find Kristen and I. We co-host the Disney List on Sorcerer Radio, available on demand through all your favorite podcast platforms and all of our social, the Disney List. You can please check that out. We'd appreciate it. 
You can also check me out on another podcast with my cohort partner in crime that isn't my wife. Might as well be my online wife, uh, Dave Bossert. Dave Bossert is one half of Skull Rock Podcast, where we talk to all types of film folk. You know, most of them, nearly all of them, had done something with Disney. So you can, you know, hear from animators, soundtrack makers, filmmakers, actors, what have you. You can check that out at Skull Rock Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Also, make sure you check out the Disney Parks Podcast, where, as Sid so uh, affectionately put it, you can hear Uncle Tony (laughs) and Park Hopper John talk about all things Disney Parks. Nice. (laughs) And make sure you check out DiningAtDisney.com as well as us on all your favorite social media platforms. Don't forget, if you're considering booking your trip to the Walt Disney World Resort or Disneyland because they're opening back up, any Universal Park uh, stateside Adventures by Disney Cruise Lines when they open back up, please don't hesitate to contact this young lady here. She is a travel guru uh, and ultra awesome world traveler. Theme Park and Cruises at gmail.com is the email. She will send you a free quote and she will send you on your way, save you time and money there at theme parks and cruises at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Kristen for Bubba, Cat, Sid, John, Eric, Aljon, and myself. Bon appetit. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings and is intended for entertainment purposes. I'm Aljon Go, co-host of the Disney List podcast as heard on Sorcerer Radio, as well as Skull Rock Podcast, here with my wife, Kristen. Hello. Hello. You are an earmarked agent who books Disney travel vacations for people all the time. Give our listeners a reason why they want to give you a call instead of just booking a trip by themselves. Well, I can do all of the legwork for them. I have expertise. I've been to the Disney parks well over a hundred times. So they've got that knowledge at their hand as well as it saves them time and money. Where can people get in touch with you so that they can book their next Disney cruise, Disney park trip, Adventures by Disney? They can contact me at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. Skull Rock Podcast, talking all things Disney, with your hosts, Al John Goh and Dave Bossert. Do you just love to learn more about the magic that embodies animated films, theme park attractions, and more? The all-encompassing universe created and produced by the genius of Walt Disney has spanned nearly 100 years and counting. From his earliest film endeavors with the Laughagram cartoons and the Alice comedies, to the creation of Mickey Mouse, to the first animated feature film, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, and then dreaming up Disneyland, Walt Disney continuously raised the creative bar, and today his company has carried on that tradition as a global entertainment juggernaut. I'm Dave Bossard, artist, filmmaker, and author. And I'm Al John Go, musician, podcaster, and radio guy. Every week, Dave and I will explore the entertainment galaxy that is Disney with insightful conversation, stories, and special guests talking all things Disney. Listen to never-before-heard stories and behind-the-scenes moments from some of your favorite Disney films, theme park attractions, 
performances, books, music, and so much more from knowledgeable, insightful, and thought-provoking hosts and guests. Hear the latest news about Disney past, present, and future. Skull Rock Podcast is your go-to source for the magic we all love. Skull Rock Podcast. Visit SkullRockPodcast.com.